What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Ivy League Mindset Podcast. This is episode three. Today, Hawk and I sit down and we do a little interview style to get a little better understanding of myself, my thought processes, um, a little behind the scenes into my mindset. Hawk interviews me and asks me a bunch of questions, and we hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back, guys. We're back for another episode here. So today we're going to be interviewing one of the co-hosts here, Mr. Dan D. How's it going, Dan? Good. How are you doing today, bud? Good. So basically, we want you guys to try to understand us a little bit more on why we do what we do. So today I'm just going to ask Dan a bunch of questions so you can get get to know him a little bit more. You ready, Dan? Yeah, I'm excited for this. So, first off, why did you want to do this podcast? When there's so many out there, why did you want to do this? Well, just because there's so many out there, uh, I didn't want to let that stop me from wanting to do a podcast. I've been listening to podcasts for five or six years now, like before podcasts even became popular, before anyone knew what that podcast app on app on your phone was I was listening to them and I always found it very fascinating how you could listen to two people have a conversation and just the ideas and the knowledge that you can pick up from people talking I was learning so much from it and I would hear something on a podcast and then I would go and do my research and it would lead me down a hole and I always thought to myself like I have interesting conversations you and I have really good conversations together and I thought people can learn from what Hawk and I talk about all the time and that's when I decided to chat with you and bring the idea up with you and you're in agreement. and even though there's so many podcasts out there hopefully people will pick up what we have going on and they'll learn something from it and that's all I really want I want people to hear what we're talking about pick something up learn from something from it and make themselves better I like it yeah I like that because um a lot of times you hear different podcasts sometimes you won't agree with it but when you hear something that you can relate to it's big right so it's huge yeah yeah and that's and that's all it is like all this podcast is is you and I having conversations sometimes we have guests on sometimes it's just me and you and people are gonna listen to our conversations and hopefully they learn yeah okay so where would you say you get your influences uh, for your mindset uh, experience books what do you think so for my mindset, I'd say a lot of it's from experience, um, and then it's 50-50 between books and podcasts, and then I guess if you were to just uh, dig a layer underneath the books and podcasts, it's I'll learn or read something in a book or I'll hear something in a podcast, and then I'll do my own research on it, and then I'll start testing it and trying it, and if it works for me, and I notice that my mindset's getting stronger from it, I pick it up and I go with it. Right on. Um, so I know that you use a lot of mindset to overcome some of your workouts and stuff like that. Can you uh, talk about that, like a little bit of how you get motivated to work out? What do you listen to? What do you do? So for me, um, 
the mindset and the working out go hand in hand with each other. I use my mind to get myself into the gym on those days that I don't want to work out or I don't feel like doing it and to push myself to the limits and then when I'm in the gym and I push myself to the limit those limits that I've set for myself it just helps build that mindset up in my head that you can do whatever you set yourself out to there's some times where I'll plan a workout for myself and then I start doing it and I'm like five minutes in and I'm like holy shit this workout's super hard and the mind starts running its cycle where like it's okay buddy you can give up like you didn't know this workout was going to be that hard and then I use my mindset to be like no you said you were going to do this let's kill this workout eventually that excuse whisper in the back of your head goes away and by the end of that workout I've just built my mindset up that much more because I did exactly what I told myself I was going to do and yeah I mean Without the fitness aspect, I don't think I'd have as strong of a mind as I have right now. And without my mindset, I definitely wouldn't have the fitness attitude that I have right now. They have definitely are parallel in um, me growing as a person. I notice uh, working out with you and seeing you grow a little bit, I noticed that there's a, a difference in your workouts since I met you. Now. There's probably multiple turning points or breaking points, but can you uh, just give us one of your turning points or breaking points? What I mean by that is everybody comes to a point where they've hit rock bottom and they have to dig themselves out to either dig themselves out or just lay in their bed there, right? Lay down and just take it. Or um, a turning point where they're just sick and tired of being the way they don't want to be and they switch it up. Can you explain one of those points for you? Because I notice a big difference. Just just knowing you for this amount of time, that there's a big difference in, in you that I've noticed. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, like a big turning point for me for mindset and for fitness was um, really when I first started coming to your gym. Before I started coming to your gym, I did a lot of workouts on my own at home, and uh, I do workouts at the gym that I did for myself and I thought I was pushing my limits and I thought I was actually giving her and like getting a killer workout in every single time I did and then I came to your gym and I did the first workout at your gym and I went hard and I got in the truck as fast as I could after your workout and drove (laughs) home because I thought I was going to puke and that night I thought to myself like wow, you thought you were actually pushing your limits, but look what you did tonight, and look how far you actually pushed your limits. And it really just sort of made that click in my head that like, I was really limiting myself. Like, what I was doing for myself, I thought was good, and then I had someone from the outside teach me that I can actually push myself a little further, and it just needed that one, that one time. Sometimes for people it might take two or three times, but for me it was that one time where I pushed myself so hard at your gym that it made the click. And then every single time I went into your gym after that, I was always excelling that. Every Looking for that next level, right? Yeah, and, and I think you were good with me because you knew what I could take and you knew what I couldn't take. And sometimes you need someone to yell in your face or to push you and tell you that 
you can do it when you think you can't mm -hmm. just to help get you to that next level in your mindset so you know you can do it now um hearing what you said about your first time there would you say that you got humbled very very humbled okay <laughs> I, my first time at your gym i i was humbled in two ways i was humbled in the fact that i thought i was in really good shape and awesome at exercising and fitness and then I started doing what you were doing and I think it was after the 10 minute warm up and I was like holy shit I'm gassed this is just the warm up there's still 15 minutes to go and then I got humbled again when I was paired with our friend Teresa and <laughs> she was killing me at every single workout and I was like holy crap this girl is insanely fit and it, it was awesome because it helped push myself but um, yeah. It was now I want to just say one thing about that, okay? So when you work out with me, it's not the intention to humble you. It's the intention to help you get to the next level, right? So usually when somebody gets humbled, they have to either let go of their ego and know that they're gonna try to get better, or they could just be like, oh, you know what, whatever. That's, you know, that's a lot of body weight or a lot of cardio. And they can make a million excuses, right? For sure. But when you get humbled and you let your ego down a little bit and open up to learning, that's when you can grow a lot more, right? Like, I like that you came back. Sometimes they don't come back, right? And, and that's part of, um, and I credit that to mindset. Like, I have the mindset that I know I can drop my ego when I need to drop my ego. And maybe if I didn't have the level of mindset that I had after that first workout with you, I might have said that and I might have I might have um, not come back. But because I have the mindset where I like to get humbled every now and then so that you can learn and you can grow and it knocks you off that pedestal that you might think you're at. Um, yeah. Can you... Uh do you know how long you've been like this, like thinking the way you have been thinking or living the way that you've been preaching? So um, a big change for me was probably about six years ago. I, uh, I got stationed for work in Toronto and I just bought my first house in London. And there was no way I was going to be able to pay my mortgage in London and rent a place in Toronto. So I decided to make the commute and drive two hours each way every single day and when I did that I couldn't listen to the radio because I found myself falling asleep while I was driving so I got into podcasts and audiobooks and those podcasts sort of just made that thing click in me that sort of like ignited the spark of personal development which started me down this path of mindset and eating healthier <clears throat> and working out a little more, basically just bettering yourself, just trying to become the best version of yourself. So yeah, that was six years ago. And then every podcast or book I would read, I'd pick something up or I'd hear about someone and I would check them out. And then that just sort of spiderwebs into where I'm at today. And over the years, I've dropped things that I've listened to. I've picked new things up. I've, I've just, been on this learning journey and mm -hmm. I'm open-minded to always learning and always knowing that I don't know everything and there's so much out there to learn. 100%. And uh, 
so again with the podcast it's it's relating to it it's finding yourself in them almost right finding your true self yeah i'd like so like for an example i would hear about someone talking about the life they were living and i would think to myself like oh wow that's awesome i wish i could live that life and then i would just hear how they had that mindset of they wished and how they switched it into turning it to doing it for them almost a turning point for them yeah and i just i just thought to myself like if they can do it you can do it too and it's just making that switch in your mind and going after it um i want to ask you about how you use your mindset to overcome a big uh, accomplishment or overcome a bunch of obstacles how you related to that so the biggest one I would say happened almost a year ago now Uh, I was on a snowboard trip with the guys and I had a really bad wipeout and at first I just thought I knocked the wind out of myself but then I started realizing that it was something more serious than just knocking the wind out of myself and it was like an accumulation of uh, all the fitness and health knowledge that I have and the mindset that I have to to drop my ego and tell myself like, hey dude, maybe you should just go to the hospital and get checked out today. Instead of five years ago, I would have been like, ah, you're fine, have a beer, get back out there and figure it out. But because I have the knowledge and mindset that I have today, I dropped my ego. I said, you gotta tell your friends that you're hurt you got to go get checked out. Mm -hmm. It was a little humiliating because I had to go into the medic station and say, hey guys, I fell. I need to get checked out. And then that whirlwind into me being in the hospital for five days and having a pretty severe internal injury. And a lot of people, when something like that happens to them, they only see the negative. So it would have been very easy for me to sit in the hospital and think to myself, like, like, why did you fall? That sucked like this sucks you're a weekend away and just like and and it's very easy to get into that like negative whirlwind of just like like poor me poor this and I just sort of sat there and this is where my mindset just came into play and just thought to myself like this happened there's nothing you can do about it let's move forward and let's figure out how we're going to take the best out of every single day so instead of me being pissed off and upset about being injured and not being able to do anything, I looked at it as, hey, maybe this is a sign that you were going too hard and you need to slow down a little bit. And hey, now this gives you some time to read some books and get caught up on some things. And hey, this gives you an opportunity to do this. So it really was, it really like if I didn't have the mindset that I had, I definitely could have seen myself going on a very negative uh, trail for a long time like I don't like I, I can see how someone could have something like that happen to their life and they could just like not recover from it but I was so strong in the mind to be able to get myself out of it let myself accept it but forget it at the same time and and just know that this happened for a reason there's nothing you can do about it what's the point of being negative about it because it's not going to do anything let's just look at the positives and let's just move forward from that situation so that, like I said, that was almost a year ago now, and that was really the last like major turning point I've had in my life where like I used my mindset to get over the situation, 
and then it almost in a sense like leveled me up to a new level of mindset because I was able to do all of that and then I also was able to be so grateful that I was healthy and after I recovered and use that as like all right it's time to go it's time to get after it you I was laid out for two months and I just used that two months to plan plan your comeback plan my comeback basically essentially yeah and when it was time to go it was time to execute that plan and you did and you know that's one of the big things to respect about you is is that you did come back how people can relate to this is time and time again you ask somebody who wants to lose weight but they had a had an injury right so we'll just use the example here say they had a an elbow injury and then you ask them how long ago was that elbow injury they'll say 10 15 20 years ago and they didn't do a single thing since then now not saying that you should just jump right back on the horse or anything like that guys it's it's about doing something and making best just using the cards you're dealt okay sometimes we're dealt bad cards but you know what you got to play those cards and not just dwell on oh you know I can't work out because um, my elbows sore 100% and and it was very humbling when I started like after two months I was cleared to be able to start doing light activity again and it was very very humbling to have to because it's not easy right not easy like like my beginning workouts when I started working out again would be like five body weight squats and maybe a little bit of yoga like no more than like 10 to 20 minutes because that's all my body could do and I had to drop that ego down and be like dude you don't have the level of fitness that you have anymore you and have it's okay and it's okay you're gonna get back there but we got to start small and yep. we got to work our way up and I had to be able to let myself do that do that you know like be able to be humble and be like yeah you can only do these small little workouts but you're gonna get back to where you were I, I think a lot of people can relate to this which I, I really really like that um, so would you say that there is a connection between mental health and phys- physical growth 100 um, percent like I said earlier like for me those two are parallel in in my life the more I grow physically the stronger I grow mentally and the stronger I grow mentally the more I can push my body physically to get more out of it and do it and the more I grow mentally also the more I learn when I can't push my body maybe like for an example when I was younger and if I had an injury I would still go to the gym and I would still go work out now I have the the mindset to know like okay your back's a little sore today yes you were planning doing this workout but if you go to the gym and do this workout today you're gonna feel like crap tomorrow and you're probably just gonna injure yourself even more than what you already are let's take a step back and instead of doing that 60 minute workout that you planned today let's do 60 minutes of mobility or yoga some sort of stretching to help loosen that muscle up and get yourself to feel better and that's all my mind that's all mindset to be able to to 
fix my body, to be able to let myself fix my body, and then also to be able to, in the gym, push myself more than I think I can, and to to make that connection with your mind, like all right, like you can you can do what you set out to do. So I, I like that. Um, I'm a big fan of getting better a little bit each day mentally or physically even if it's a tiny notch right we we've talked about this many times where if you add all those up 365 days of just plugging away and bettering yourself a tiny bit that's one whole year just one year of bettering yourself that makes you a whole different person 100% for me like if you're not moving forward every single day you're staying the same or you're going backwards and that's not acceptable for me that's not that's not in my mindset even if it's something very very small as long as you're pushing yourself forward you're doing good 100% and that's what my mindset that's what it's all about for me I'm all about bettering myself I want to be the best version of myself that I can be for me so I can be the best version of myself that I can be for my friends for my wife, for my kids. And the mind makes you do things or makes you not do things. And there's always a choice, you know what I mean? So and like you gotta you gotta have that right path for your mindset to be on the path of bettering yourself, right? It takes a while. Some like uh, I was explaining to a couple of people today is say that working out is hard for you right now, right? So work out so much and create that routine where you work out so much that it actually feels weird to not work out. That's where you want to be, right? Yeah. And and let's be honest, there are going to be some days where maybe you're not pushing the needle forward, and maybe for whatever circumstances you didn't get a move forward a little bit, but you can't let those days accumulate. Everybody has bad days. When you realize (laughs) that you have a bad day, you need to have an awesome day the next day and then start that momentum again. Because it's so easy to have one bad day to two bad days to three bad days to a week to two weeks to a month to two months. You need to be able to nip it in the bud as fast as you can and get yourself back on that forward momentum to bettering yourself. That's a, that's a very good point. Any uh, any sports or hobbies that you're into? So in the winter, it's working out, snowboarding. Still snowboarding. I haven't been able to snowboard yet this year because of the weather, and I don't know if I will because I don't think we're yeah. gonna have the opportunity to. But I definitely, uh, yeah, I definitely think I'm gonna get back out on the snowboard. You know, that's been a huge, I'd say if I will ever snowboard again has probably been the biggest mental battle that I've had since my accident because there's two there's two ways you can look at it there's I had an accident snowboarding and it hurt me really bad and I don't ever want to be back in that hurt position that I was so I can just avoid the sport altogether Mm -hmm. and if I avoid the sport altogether then an accident like that will never happen and then what all my buddies that I was on the trip with told me is that can happen 
to anyone at any time and and the accident that I had was like a one in a one millionth shot of ever happening. Freak accident. Freak accident. And it's 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 very easy for someone on the outside to tell me it was a freak accident because they didn't have to deal with everything that I had to deal with. But it's also very hard for me to tell myself like it was a freak accident. Like it was a freak accident, forget about it. So definitely I like if it's not this year, I definitely will be getting back on the snowboard next year. Mm-hmm. Because for me it's it's just to prove to myself that it was a freak accident. I am a good snowboarder. Shit happens in life sometimes for yeah. a reason. And and you gotta you gotta accept it, learn from it, and then almost forget about it and not let it stop you from any path that you wanna take forward in life. And this can be anything. Like one bad thing happens to you and you don't allow yourself to do that anymore. Like you gotta you can't just take a bad experience and let that be your roadblock to not doing what you really want to do. You got to take that bad experience, learn from it, flip it, and then use that to get better at whatever you're trying to do, not stop you from what you're trying to do. I 100% can relate to you, but I'll explain that story another time. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, yeah, in the summer, I usually mountain bike, run, uh, the style of working out that you and I sometimes do, uh, a lot of the movements are like sort of CrossFit style of working out. So one thing that I just did the other day is I signed up for the CrossFit Open. For me, it's going to be a way to push myself mentally, to push myself physically, to keep myself accountable. So I wouldn't say that I'm a CrossFitter per se, but I like the idea of getting told to work out doing the workout and then posting it and being compared to some other people and also like for me it's sort of scary because (coughs) excuse me I don't know how I'm going to compare to other people and it'd be very easy for me to just use that little excuse and not let myself do it but that's not the type of mindset that I have I'm the type of mindset that like if I go and I suck my very first open workout awesome like it's just it's something for me to learn from. Exactly. And next year I can go back and be better at it, or in a couple months I can go back to that workout and be better at it. So yeah, those are are basically my sports. Like I used to play hockey and soccer growing up, but I stopped that uh, in my early 20s. And now really my main focus is like anything outdoors or working out. That's my fun. Those are my activities. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that I love to do. So a lot of a lot of active things, which is very cool, active. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, for the people that are on the edge of wanting to work out, but they're kind of scared, or somebody who's new, what kind of tips would you give them to, you know, just kind of have that turning point where where you you have, where you know, okay, I gotta gotta get it in when I go to the gym, or I gotta go to the gym. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, I would say if you're sort of on that bubble, the biggest thing is just to do it. Like, do something, even if it's something simple. For example, if you're thinking about getting back into working out or you've never worked out before and you wanna start exercising, go for a 10 to 15 minute walk. And don't go for it every day because I'm going to tell you you can go for it every day and that might be too hard for you. Maybe make your goal to go for a 10 to 15 minute walk two to three times a week and slowly build it up. Or maybe you used to work out all the time and then you've stopped for a few years and you want to get back to it. 
Do a few body weight exercises. Do something small, little by little, so you can start building the momentum so that you can get to the stage where you and I are at, where working out is a non-negotiable for us, and, and we don't even look at it as like something that we have to do. It's, it's more like I have an hour to kill some time, I'm gonna work out because it's fun and it's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you just gotta, you gotta start. Like as easy as it sounds, it's also as hard as it is. Start with something very small because a lot of people start and they go hard and they burn themselves out and it discourages them and then it takes them another three, six, three months, six months, a year, two years to start back up again. If you start small and slowly work your way up, I'm telling you that it'll be something like a habit that you ingrain in yourself that you won't want to stop. You'll just want to, that two to three times a week that you're walking, you'll want to walk four to five times because you enjoy it so much. And then that will turn into maybe running once and walking three times and maybe that turns into you starting to work out you got to start small build the momentum and work your way up those are good tips and i like that you got to hold yourself accountable for the rules that you set for yourself rules being if you're going to say they're going to walk three times a week well do it right don't be don't be like a lot of people who just talk and talk and talk right yeah and be on like like look at your schedule and see what will work for you and when you decide that that will work for you stick to it like you say you're going to do it do it that's where a little bit of mindset will come in for you and it's going to take some willpower when you had a long day at work and you said you're going to go for a 10 minute walk that day and you don't want to do it because you just want to go home and sit on the couch and watch tv but push yourself to do what you said you were going to do and you will be surprised with the changes that happen in your life. Only thing I will have to say about the schedule thing, Dan, if they look at their schedule and they have five hours of Netflix, the only thing I would say is get your priorities straight when you're looking at your schedule. Right? You know what I mean? For sure. Like if they look at their schedule and it's work and then Netflix for the rest of the night and they're like, oh, you know, I'm kind of busy binging on this series here. I don't think I can make a workout. For sure. I mean, if you're going to make, if you're telling yourself that you want to make your health a priority in your life, then you got to, you got to have that line of items of priority, like work, you have to go to work because you have to make money to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to your leisure time, you got to make that exercise a priority over Netflix, or maybe it's you're doing exercise while watching your Netflix. Like you're at least getting it in. Yeah. Um, You ask anybody where is health on their priority scale? It's always top five, if not top three, right? Every single time. So uh, one thing that I noticed with you, Dan, is uh, that you're pretty busy with everything you do. Do you find it difficult balancing everything? And how do you balance everything? So um, I would say that I have different seasons in my life where... so. For example, I had a my first uh, kid two years ago, and when I I had my daughter, it totally threw my my balance out of whack mm-hmm. because before I had this life where I could go to work and then I could do whatever I wanted after work and then I had time with my wife, 
I now had to help my wife with my with my daughter and I also wanted to be around to help her so for me I have my priorities in life and that's really how I set my balance I have to go to work make my money that takes up a certain chunk of my life I want to be the best husband and dad that I can be so family's my next priority when I'm not at work I'm trying to do something as much as I can with them then I had to take my health my health is my next priority so I had to figure out a way to fit my health in so it's not affecting my family time and it obviously can't happen when you're at work so I balance my health into that as well it's just about really you need to make a list of your priorities and then plan it out and and look at your schedule and see how you're going to make those priorities work and sometimes you're going to have to cut some things out I call it trimming the fat mm-hmm. you're going to have to cut some things out that don't work for you and sometimes you're going to have to balance some things out like sometimes I might have to take a little bit of family time out so that I can fit some exercise in because I have something else going on that day for example and it's okay with being able to take some time from one spot and put it in another and being okay with that balance I mean for me it's like almost every week something new and you have to learn how to balance on the go and the more you do it the better you get at it and I find at first sometimes something would get thrown in my way and it was very easy to get off track and let the excuses build up and and let that balance get out of whack and now the more I do it and the better I get at at my priorities and and making sure that I'm getting everything in that I need to get in it becomes a lot easier for me when I for example let's say I have to work till 3 and then I was planning on going home and having some family time and then working out that night and at 2 o'clock I found out that oh now you have to work until 6 o'clock so you just lost all that time okay how am I still gonna get everything in and it's it's I look at the priorities in my life and then I I plan it out and then sometimes things get bumped and it's, you got to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But it's just finding that balance that works for you and making sure that you're getting everything in that you want to get in. Um, I like that. I like that you you found yourself a way to balance everything. And <clears throat> it's a type of skill that I feel like people need to learn earlier than later because if you learn it later, you could tell there's there's been a lot of stress in that learning process, right? Trying to balance because as you get older, you get careers, you have kids, you get married, whatever the case is, you want to fit in working out, doing different things, right? If you didn't learn how to balance, you're, you're going to be out of whack and your stress is going to build up, right? Yeah, like time management's huge. And I guess I really learned my time management skills from when I said I was working in Toronto. I was in a car for four and a half hours every single day that's a good chunk of your day that I couldn't do anything else but commute to and from work so the time that I had outside of commuting to work and working there's only 12 hours left in my day I usually sleep for six to eight hours so now I really only had four to six hours of like get everything else in my life in and that's where I really learned my time management skills and learned how to prioritize and then learn that balance and then as new things come into my life like I'm about to have a second child in a couple months now congrats 
and that is gonna throw that whole balance out of whack again, and I'm just gonna have to to learn. Balance again, yeah. Yeah, I I I try and I test, and I see what works, and I see what doesn't work, and then I go back to the drawing table, and I try and I test, and I see what works. And that's the that's the whole thing. You got you got to try. If you lay there and just take it, it's just you know it's a long road. Like for it's not easy. For a lot of time, for a little bit there, I was trying to steal time from my sleep because I was like, okay, before, like, when my wife goes to bed, I have a couple hours and I can wake up a couple hours earlier and it works for a little bit, but I found for me, I get burnt out and then maybe I'll go two to three days of doing that, but then I'll go three weeks of not doing that because I'm so burnt out that I need to catch up. Yeah, sleep is very important. Yeah, so I learned that, okay, that balance doesn't work for me, so let's try something different. And that's all it is. It's it's <laughs> it's thinking about what's going to work for you, trying that plan, realizing what is working and what doesn't working, and adjusting to it. So, Dan, before we close this off, just one last question for you: is uh, what would you want the listeners to get from this podcast about yourself or in the podcast in general? About what we're about. Really. Essentially, I just want the listeners to know that um, mindset is huge. Your mind is the biggest roadblock for you for anything. And over the conversations that you and I are going to have and maybe what they learn from me and what they're going to learn from you and what they're going to learn from what we talk about is just know that your mind is a powerful tool. And little by little, you can build it up to get to a point where it doesn't feel like work anymore and it's just almost leveling itself up because you're doing the things that you want to do. Mindset is huge. Making health a priority in your life is huge. And just knowing that you can overcome any circumstance in your life as long as you look at the positives, take the positives from it, and always think positive and always try to push that needle forward and build that forward momentum. Absolutely. Appreciate you answering all these questions. Yeah, it's man. not easy. <laughs> it's not easy to let people know a little bit about yourself, right? But, you know, this is what we want people to try to relate to us, right? Yeah, and this is just a small glimpse. I mean, the more you hear us talk, the more you're going to learn from us. Exactly. And I'm looking forward to grilling you and yeah, <laughs> and learning about you. Thank you very much, Dan. Have a good day. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review. We always love to hear your feedback. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram, at Ivy League Mindset. And if you want to get a hold of Hawk, at Hawkdation. And myself, at FitDadDan. Until next time. Cheers, guys.